Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. Attorney David Duar on the line joining us for Legally Speaking. It is 1027, so we're starting a little late, but he had a very important law thing, lawyer thing. To He was doing some lawyering, you see, some, some, some lawyerish stuff. So now he's on the line with us. It is uh, Legally Speaking here, our uh, Wednesday segment. How are you, sir? I am very well, thanks, this morning, and how are you both? Uh, we are well. I'm well. We're cold, though, as usual. <laughs> I think it's cold. It's just windy. Yeah, the wind is kicking up. How's the weather on, in the Cape? Um, today we have a fabulous day, um, which is an indication that tomorrow is going to be miserable because it's prefrontal <laughs> conditions. <laughs> yeah, I, I know how that goes. You don't trust the weather when it's good. Yeah. No. When it's good, you know the, the next thing yeah. is not going to be so great. You know, yeah. So you want to, yeah. So attorney David Duar is joining us. This is Legally Speaking. We do this every Wednesday, normally around 10.15 here on Miller Time, and uh, you um, you want to speak about uh, labor law and unions, but I first wanted to ask you something quickly because in in our in our week um, on whenever I see things on Facebook, I I want to call you right then and say, oh, let's talk about this right now. But I mean, you've got things to do, you know. Uh, mm. But I I tagged you in something. Someone needed some help, and and people just seem to think. Um, that going on a Facebook group, you know, there's a Facebook group out there called, uh, I forget what it's called now, it's uh, Legal Talk SA. Mm. So everybody goes on there and thinks, oh, you know, we just go on here and we get free legal advice. Well, it doesn't work that way because most attorneys are only going to give you so much advice for free for two reasons. One, this is how they make their money. And two, you have to be very specific to each individual circumstance. For an attorney to come through and yes. just say, this is the law and this is how it applies to your situation, without knowing your situation is... It can can put him in a situation or her in a situation of libel, number one, uh, because they might advise you wrong. They don't know everything. But two, uh, you know, you really need to go and sit down and, and stop being a cheapskate. Look, mm-hmm. just pay the pay some money and talk to a good lawyer. So anyway, I tagged attorney David Duar in something because there was someone that had a situation where they said they let their um, a, a relative, I think it was a brother, and the story was is, is she let the brother come and stay in her house, and he has no intention of getting a job, no intention of paying rent, no intention of working. So she wants to know. So you get people, you know, they're, everybody's a, a Facebook lawyer, right? Oh, yeah, just kick him out, throw his stuff on the road. Well, there's a very dangerous thing in that because you cannot, once ah. you let someone in your house, just kick him out. Really? And, and no, you can't do that you, yeah. because it becomes their residence. And, and attorney David Duar, you maybe shed some light on that quickly if you would. Yeah. You see, it comes back to the, the basic principle uh, is that you can't let people take the law into their own hands because mm. otherwise society degenerates into a great big nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, and so in order to maintain the, the order, as soon as someone takes the law into their own hands like that, the courts will reverse what they've done illegally. Um, even though they might have a legal right to do it, if, if people don't follow the right processes, well, then, you know, what they've done is illegal. Um, sure. And it's it's a you know it's, it comes out of Roman Dutch law and before that from Roman law, um, and the official name for it is a, it's a, an old Dutch word, expression called manament van spoli or spoliation. Spoliation, um, right? Spoliation. Yeah, and so that's so that's the one that that you're not allowed no, to not do. Not so, I mean, Listen. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we, yeah, no, you can't just rub that person out. You know, you we, we heard this yeah. term. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, it's very appealing to want to do that, though. Um, it is, we, yeah. we, we heard this term spoliation uh, watching an episode of either Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. When Saul Goodman, he was yeah. talking about it, you know, advising his clients, right? Um, but th it's very interesting you say that because everybody just oh yeah you just kick them out on the street you know yeah whatever but once you let someone in your house they've actually established yeah. residence there under the law is that not true yes yeah it's correct uh, they're in legal occupation because you've invited them in so what can That's they crazy though if you just say uh lasady decides she's going to let in her brother or her sister or her uncle and they just decide you yeah. know what because i actually had this happen in the states to a, a good friend of mine the law is very similar there to yeah. this uh, as you know, because I know you're aware of how the laws work in the States as well. You, you're very well-versed. But uh, the, no, if you flatter me, but I don't. Yeah, well, you I do. haven't watched enough Better Call Saul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I worked with lawyers for, for the better part of 19 years, plus I grew up with an attorney. My grandfather is yeah. an attorney. Um, okay. But he had, you know, this, this person, she let her brother in. And her brother was just, uh, he didn't want to pay rent. He didn't want to do anything. And he, he went and he told her, he says, you know what? Uh, I'm not leaving. You're going to have to evict me. I know the law, and I will make I will make crap down at the courthouse if you try and evict me. Yeah. And also, you cannot yeah. call the police. The police are not going to come and put them out because it's a civil matter, right? They they it's want they matter. want you to go Great. through the courts, right? Yeah. Yeah. So th that's uh, that's basically you know the the things you the rights you have as a as a as a property owner. It doesn't matter if it's your family. It doesn't matter whatever. Be very careful who you let in your house is my, my point in this. And uh, thank mm. you for shining some light on that. Now let's get to your point because I know you have a lot to talk about. And uh, yeah. you want to talk about labor law. Yes. Um, you know, I've kind of – I've had a, a couple of people over the last few weeks who've phoned me saying, you know, that they're facing retrenchments. Um, you know, and the problem with a, a retrenchment procedure, which is an internal procedure, is that you're not allowed – generally you're not allowed external representation. So the company will come in with their HR manager who should have an understanding of labor law. They'll come in with whoever's, you know, discussing the meeting, and they might come in with someone with a legal training or a labor consultant who, of course, has put everything together. Mm -hmm. So now – Someone as the employee is, you know, facing an uphill battle with all of this. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there, there are actually two solutions. The first one is to just join a union. Mm -hmm. okay? um, and the mm -hmm. problem is in South Africa that, you know, under the apartheid days, mm -hmm. um, you know, unions were quite, a, quite political because it was the only legal organization that could be formed by anyone who was not white. Mm. Uh, or in terms of, you know, because non-whites were not allowed to form political organizations. They couldn't form political parties. Mm. So they, they formed unions, and the new unions basically um, created the, you know, the the mass voice. Um, and we're quite a strong factor in, in, in to, you know, overturning things. But the problem is now they're seen as a semi-political body. I mean, you look at AMCU with, you know, what's been going up around Plast sure. Rustenburg and the rest of it. Uh, and they're actually not political organizations. It's a labor organization. Mm. Um, and they do a lot of good, good stuff in the labor space. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, 
I do think it's worth it for a lot of people to actually just go join a union. You know, mm -hmm. pay a hundred rand a month or whatever, and you know, if you have any issues at work, you've got a union that you can find and they can talk to you. They don't have to have a majority in your workplace to be able to represent you. You just have to be a member of a union. And if you're a member of a union, a union can represent you at a labour hearing internally. That's allowed. Mm -hmm. The other option you have, which is uh, also quite a good one to consider, is legal insurance. Um, you know, you've got guys like LegalWise who offer legal insurance and they have call centers that can help people with all these things. And it's the same thing. You know, you're paying a fee, you've got access to a call center, um, you've got access to legal knowledge, use it, mm. you know. But because, you know, um, you, you know, you can't join once you're in trouble. You know, join beforehand, pay the fees, let them actually, you know, you, it's the same as insurance. You know, if you don't get insurance, you know, after your car crashed, you know, mm. you carry insurance in case your car crashes. But aren't um, some of these unions, uh, some of the, some of the, the, the unions in South Africa, especially uh, the ones creating some, some, some trouble for the country and, and things like that like for instance when you look at um, as associations like the taxi drivers or the trucking unions when they mm. just want to go and stop the traffic and and things like that i mean are, are they are yeah. they all that way no no there are various other unions you know so you have to still do a bit of a due diligence on the union that you decide to join yeah um you know and you find one that is actually a proper labor focused union i see um because they all have to be registered with the department of labor yeah you know so you can find a union that's suitable um you know and the, which suits your way of doing things um but as i say you know that whole militant approach approach that culture goes back to you know apartheid days yeah because um, yeah. I mean, the, we, we've uh, and got again, it, it comes back to what we were talking about earlier: taking the law into your own hands. Sure. No, <laughs> you know, follow the yeah. right channels. Yeah. We've got so many wonderful labor dispute resolution uh, channels that are available to people. It's not necessary to go and block the roads. But there's so many. Like um, right now, we've got the the trucking industry. I mean, they want to go out and just burn trucks because they want to protest. Um, I don't even know. Yeah. Are they protesting illegal foreign uh, yeah. workers, or yeah. are they protesting foreign workers just being foreign? foreign yeah. But are I they? I saw a headline about xenophobic uh, xenophobia. So it's, it's obviously about foreign drivers. Yeah. Um, but are they? But my you know, question is: Are they foreigners that are legally in the country or illegal? They don't the care as long as it's a foreigner. They're see, like, no, a, you're employing you way too many foreigners. Yeah. But see, I have a problem yeah. with that. I mean, if you're if you're legally in South Africa, then you're legally allowed to work. I mean, yeah, it, exactly. You know, um, yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know. Like um, when I think of unions, I just I remember my dad worked for a company, right? And, mm, and yeah. one of the unions at his workplace was protesting mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. And the company then gave all the employees like a return date, saying this is a deadline. You need to be back at work at this date. Mm -hmm. My dad mm. wanted to go to work, but at that point, it's very dangerous because if you go to work, then you yeah. know, you're attacked and they burn your car and all of that nonsense. So, yeah. you know, yeah. he had to choose. He had to make a decision. Do mm. I stay safe or yeah. do I go to work? And he ended up obviously deciding to stay home. Yeah. But then he Good, yeah. he lost 10 years of service because yeah. of that. The company was like, well, you guys didn't come to work. Yeah. So now. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. when I think of you unions... Yeah, I'm not a very big fan. Well, that's exactly because mm. it, because of they they stepped into the political arena. Mm. Um, I mean, what what they used to do it, it. You know, my dad used to have an engineering business before he retired. Yeah. Mm. And what he used to do was actually arrange sleeping quarters for his staff, so mm. they would sleep at work. Mm -hmm. 
um, you know, because otherwise, if they went home, their lives were at <laughs> risk. You know? yeah. And I mean, wow. people, I mean, people got killed. Yeah, you know? that's insanity, um, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It was. I mean, there was some hectic stuff. Interesting that Lissadis said that part because I, I was actually going to ask you a question on those mm. very same lines. If your union decides that uh, that you are going to strike, right? Just say I belong yeah. to the uh, toilet paper factory workers union of Pretoria, yeah. for instance, or whatever, and we decide we're, yeah. we're not going to make crap paper. We're going to go on strike because we're protesting. Uh, we don't have enough pencils or something, right? So mm. we we go out and we do this thing. And I decide as a member that I don't want to participate at all, or I do for a while and say, no, I'm going to go back to work. I'm done with this. And uh, like you say, you know, the, is it safe? Is it not? But what are what happens to my rights as a union member if I decide to break the strike? I mean, do I do I still afford the same protections, or do they say if you break the strike, we're not going to not going to back? Um, well. Look, if you break the strike, um, you know, you've now gone against an organization that you've joined, in which case it's not fair. Mm. It's unreasonable right. to expect them to back <laughs> yeah, you. Because right. they've said to you, you know, we're going on strike to protect everyone's labor rights. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the whole point of a union is to balance the power structures between, you know, the guys that have the money and own the business mm -hmm. um, and the staff, mm -hmm. you know, who work there for a living. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so if someone decides to go back to work um, and not strike, yeah, they have that right. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, then I think it's reasonable to expect that the union kicks you out of membership. But is it because you didn't we didn't honor a resolution? Do you, so all unions, I mean, some are, are there unions in this country? I mean, I grew up in, a, in Detroit. You know, I grew up in the in the U.S. and I grew up in the auto, yeah. the auto capital of the world. I mean, basically, that's where the yeah. first mass produced automobile uh, Henry Ford. Yes. And and and. There are a lot of unions in, in Detroit, in Michigan, and, you know, you, you think about even back, I remember in the late 90s when the Detroit newspapers went on strike, and they were, anybody that was, was a replacement worker during the strike and breaking the strike, they were driving the trucks through the picket line, you know, the, the, the striking workers mm. would throw rocks and throw everything and, and damage and do whatever, burn tires, you know, the typical stuff you see in South Africa. And I grew up thinking, you know, unions, I, I like Lasady, I'm also not a huge fan of unions, I have to say. Yeah. Um, I grew up looking at them and thinking this is just a bunch of thugs that use violence because they're 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 too they have no other options when it comes to getting uh. their point across. It, I mean, do all unions yeah. fight their fights this way? Are there some unions that that can actually sit down and talk with management and and not go and break things and, yeah. and burn things? I do believe so. You know, I can I can think of one or two offhand, but I'm not going to mention names because I don't want to start, you know, punting one over another. Endorsing and must find, yeah, they must people must find the union that suits them. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, I'm in as I say, you know, the, on on paper it's a wonderful structure. You know, it's like communism on paper; it looks wonderful, but then there's the human element. Yeah, you know, where people don't do what they're supposed to do. Um, and that's where the problems come in, and that's why you've got to check and see which union actually works for you. Right. But have either either that or legal insurance, you know, to protect your rights, because most people don't know the law. The law. They think they do, but they don't. Mm. Yeah. Sure. I think uh, the legal you know. insurance is, <laughs> you know, is the best option for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. We watched a movie about unions. What was it? Oh, we watched a movie what that was that movie. It was it was a movie telling the story of um of of. Not Jimmy Hoffa, but a guy mm. that was, of course, Jimmy Hoffa was the most uh, famous 
leader of any union in the world i think the teamsters union at one point um and then there was but the the story was being told by uh, from a different point of view from a guy that you know started out went up through the union and ended up being protecting jimmy hoffa for a while and i forgot the name of the movie now but it It was was, one of the longest movies it was like three hours (laughs) long it was a great movie um it was on netflix and um Uh. Do you I know Irishman. Irishman. Yes, I saw part of it. Now, just after about fifteen minutes, I thought, "Yeah, I can't watch this." Yeah. <laughs> no. it off. We watched yeah. it over two different days because at some point we stopped. Wasn't and it then, three or three it was or something? So long. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was a long yeah, time. Yeah, no, it was three hours. Yeah, it was. A, yeah. yeah, but of course, you see a lot of in the and back in the old days. I think in a lot of ways, unions back in those days in the states. I don't know. I can speak for unions in South Africa, but I know a lot about what happened in the Teamsters days and things like that. And then there's a lot of crooked things, and it also become very political. Yeah. Um, and yeah. They, they, I mean, they were thugs. And they yeah, exactly, and they and they and they back all the wrong political movements in the U.S. I mean, they're they're very much part of the Democratic Party, and they a lot of money gets funneled into the Democratic candidates and things like that. Um, I'd be surprised if it still happens because, I mean, uh, President Trump went out and said, look, he told Ford Motor Company before he was president, if you take and move these these jobs to Mexico, we will throw slap a 35% tariff on every vehicle you bring back across the border to sell and no one will buy your yeah. vehicles. And he said, you either make them here or, you know, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so they, yeah. It, may, it may be changed now, but still people are so brainwashed into thinking the Democratic Party in the U.S. is the party of the people. And it's so it, it, nothing could be further from the truth. But you can't tell anybody anything. But I mean, how are unions different than those days back in those Jimmy Hoffa days? Or are yeah, they? I mean, look, it's, it, you know, it really does boil down to the individual union. Yeah. Mm. Um, because you know it's it's like all organizations you know they they take a long time to settle mm. if you start a new company you it takes years before you settle and find the right people to do particular jobs within the organization yeah and it's the same with a union mm. you know and then of course you're always going to have people who come in you know who are power hungry and want to rise through the organization because they mm-hmm. want the power mm-hmm. um, you know you've got to find a way to identify them early and get them out yeah uh, and you know you have those things going on so i mean it's never and i mean the union is obviously quite a powerful organization and the um, unions and also to, um they sorry. Do get away with a lot of stuff they shouldn't get away with <laughs> yes. you know, smashing trucks and the rest of it you know I yeah mean, they need to because you know it's also one of those things um you know if you allow people to get away with it then the norm has changed mm. how do you then bring them back to what is civilized behavior um, but if you cut it short straight away, the first time someone throws a rock at a truck, boom, you're in the back of the van, you're going down to two court now. Mm-hmm. And suddenly everyone looks and goes, geez, we mustn't do that. You know, we it, can protest, can protest, sure. Yeah. But, you know, there's a difference between a, riot, a protest and a riot. Yeah, exactly right. And 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 just to yep. bring it back to the whole point of the the conversation is legally speaking, uh, the, the the unions that are not doing thuggish things that are not breaking and, and burning things, they have attorneys mm. there to protect your legal interest in your job as well, and yeah. they, they will they will yes. send these attorneys to bat for you, correct? Yes, I mean that's exactly the the whole thing. They've got people who will go in and represent you in a disciplinary hearing or mm-hmm. a retrenchment procedure mm-hmm. to make sure that you know your rights get properly honoured and that you get out of it what you know what is fair mm-hmm. um, and what should happen. Because I mean there are times when people do need to be dismissed because they you know they're not able to do the job or they are dishonest or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so, I mean, it does happen. You know, not everyone is a victim of circumstance. Some people actually get what they deserve. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So attorney David Duar says, find the right union to represent you as a, as a worker and protect your rights. And uh, in this, this matter, you do some due diligence and look around and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, just uh, switching gears here before we leave you, what, uh, what are, I know last week you were, you were busy at the Register of Deeds office recording some deeds and mm-hmm. waiting for your deeds that you had recorded. What, uh, what's on your agenda for this week? Oh, more of the same, you know, because <laughs> and here I'm actually going to punt something completely different. Yeah. Um, you know, to anyone who is considering getting into the property market, okay, the time right now is the best it has been in my life, mm. okay, because you are sitting, if you're borrowing money at the moment, for every million rand you borrow, you're paying seven and a half thousand rand as a bond payment. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is very, very wow. low. Seven and a half. Wow. Seven and a half thousand rand, yeah. And that's if you get a bond at prime. If you mm. get a bond at better than prime, well, hey, then you're paying even less. Yeah. Wow. You know? So those are the sort of numbers that, um, and so it makes a lot of sense. If someone is, is not sure, now is the time to buy a property. So mm. it's, it's commit. seven and a half as opposed to how much would it normally be? Like 10, maybe? Yeah, normally you'd be paying about 10,000 mm. rand per million. That's kind of where our interest rate sits. As a as a rule, so uh, but so at the moment it's, it's a so huge low. difference. So that three percent can save yeah. you quite a bit of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. So what are you? Uh, yeah. are, are, sorry, are you doing a lot of this type of work right now? Are your clients calling you and and, and yes. because of that? Yes, I've got a lot of property transfers that have come in mm-hmm. because the people have looked at it and gone, you know what, now is the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and they're buying, and so the market is starting to move. Mm-hmm. So there's good value to be had right now because the sellers have been trying to sell their properties for however long. Wow! Because you know they've obviously got good reasons for wanting to sell, and now you've got buyers coming in and saying, "Look, I'll pay you X, Y, Z for it." And the the sellers are signing because they want out and they want to move on, yeah, and the sure. buyers are smiling because they are able to get a, a property at a, a decent value at a price, you know, at a bond rate they can afford. So it's a buyer's market right now, is what you're saying, and if it is, you yeah. if you you, yeah. um, if, if you want to invest in some property, buy some property, and you need some help, we'll call yeah. attorney David Duar, Thompson Wilkes Attorneys. Do we'll, you convince him? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we'll uh, and 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 we'll and you know my grandfather was a criminal defense attorney for many years, and he also did property. Okay. He also he had a real estate broker's license. Um, he okay. he did it, and he did he he went to school once a year, continuing education just to keep it active. And he didn't do it all the time, but when he needed it, it was there. And it's very handy to have an attorney who can also do that for you. So mm-hmm. uh, attorney David Duar does it. And uh, you have uh, other attorneys that do other things. So you've got, you've got if you need anything legal, you want to call this guy. And I tag yeah. you all the time on Facebook. I hope you don't mind, but I just feel like, you know what? No, not at all. People need to, need to uh, it really, it boils down to this. If you have a problem in the legal arena, you really, really owe it to yourself to not take the cheap way out, contact a good lawyer. And whether it's, I'm, I'm sure you would say, uh, Dave, you know, whether it's attorney David Duar or another attorney, get an attorney on your mm-hmm. side. Look at the legal options. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, he stands ready and he's the guy that we're on the phone with and he wants to help you. So call yeah. him and we're going to give you his details. It's all going to be on the uh, on the podcast later. But if you want to give out your, um, your, your website now, it's uh, Thompson Wilkes sure. Attorneys, right? Um, Yes, Thompson Wilkes Attorneys, and then my details are there under the, the parties. Sure. Um, uh, but, you know, just to reiterate what you're saying, yeah. um, do you remember that Bitvest Bank ran a, a series of, of um, adverts about getting the right professional? Mm. I do. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, that actually arose from me working there because, you know, I mean, it was always, it was my idea. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, well done. Because, um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I don't know about you, but I don't do my own dentistry. You know, mm. I go to a I dentist. I tried who's once. Got the skill set. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work so well. You go so to well. a dentist yes. who's got the right set of skills and, you know, you get a proper professional to do the job properly. Uh-huh. Mm. Absolutely. You know? It's the same as when you get your car fixed or your house built or whatever. You get you get a proper professional. Mm-hmm. So it's the same here. You know, just you know, go you to a professional, get it done properly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, if you don't pay for it, you get nothing. Well, there you go. Yeah. And 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 also, don't just finally just don't take advice of just random people commenting on your status on Facebook. Oh, just kick him out on the street. You you know what? <laughs> you guess what's going to happen when when you're the one who's getting sued in a court of law by yeah. your brother that you kicked out on the street because Joe Schmo from Kokomo on Facebook told you to. Joe Schmo from yeah. Kokomo is not going to be there to, to, to take your battle up, right, in court. Yep. But Attorney Dave yep. Duar will, if you, if, if you first consult him, he will, he will take it up even if you don't first consult him, but the, the outcome may not be in your favor so much as you like, as if you had <laughs> consulted him. Yeah. You'll always take the case, right? But it's just easier to do it. it it's easier first to, to do the right thing before you take action. Yeah, and mm. get the yeah, proper absolutely. advice. You know, and even if it's a case where someone is on the wrong end of the law, you know, then you know you just then you negotiate your way out of it rather than enforcing your rights. Yeah, mm. absolutely. You, know, you kind that. of you on your sword. You say, look, okay, I'm in the wrong here. How do we manage this? Sure. You know, and you sure. manage it, and you make sure you come out with as minimum damage as possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there are different ways to do it. So, yeah. Um, you ever order any toilet paper from Takealot.com? <laughs> <laughs> no, I tend to go down to pick a pair and choose it myself. Ah, okay. Uh, you want to feel it and feel the texture. But I mean, yeah, if you be like <laughs> yeah, I just I was thinking uh, I was thinking that maybe you know that's the way. Like if it's a brand you know, right? But mm. uh, anyway, uh, ten fifty-two is the time. Attorney David Duar, legally speaking, thank you very much. And uh, if you want to hear about oh, what he's, a pleasure. yeah, if you want to, if you want to hear this again, maybe you go back to what he said about joining the right union, how they can help you as a worker and protect your rights. Because let's face it, it is a battle out there. Um, or if you want to hear about the uh, your, your rights as a as a landlord or a property owner, well, just uh, get the podcast. It'll be up later today. And uh, Thompson Wilkes Attorneys. Dot, uh, is it Thompson Wilkes. Co. Za. Yes. Correct. Uh, yes. Get in touch with him. These details will be all over the podcast, all over our Facebook pages as well, so you can easily find it. Or just send us a WhatsApp zero six four five three six eight double two eight. Thank you, sir. And always a pleasure. And hope you, the pair of you have a fantastic day. Yes. And uh, we'll ch- catch up next week. All right. Thank Looking you. forward to it. Thank you, you sir. Right. Attorney okay. David Duarte.